right, coming up next, Zach Price will drop by. Zachary Price. The best in the business now. It's our guy, Zach Price. Zach Price. Zach Price, who is a futures trader. The professional better, great with the futures in all sports. By the man himself, Mr. Zach Price. With Zach, you're going to learn a few things, so make sure you stick around. This is the Denver Sports Betting Show. The latest odds, previews, and picks every weekday afternoon at 3. Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop bombs. But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. The whole crowd goes so loud, he opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. He's choking how, everybody's choking now, the clock's run out. Wow, this is the Denver Sports Betting Show with Zach Price, sponsored by Nobody. Andrew, do you think we could get sponsored by Taco Bell maybe so I could get like all you can eat forever for free from Taco Bell? That would be like my dream. If that was a possibility, I'm pretty sure either Eric Goodman or Andrew Mason would have tried that a year ago. And that's Eric Goodman and Andrew Mason from Goodman and Mason who follow my show. Goodman barged into the studio yesterday unannounced to do an impromptu Super Bowl segment. We might have to have him barge in again. Uh, Got a lot of good feedback on that episode. If you are catching us on the live stream today, sponsored by Nobody, I'm wearing my throwback Nuggets Kenyon Martin Sr. Nuggets jersey. I will probably be going to the Nuggets game tonight against the Pelicans. That sounds like a kind of an ugly game. I will definitely I will definitely be going to the Nuggets Nets game on Sunday. You guys know how I feel about the Nets. I'm going to be booing them. Overrated chance everywhere. For those of you on the live stream, Andrew just snuck in here and uh Moved a chair out of the way. No big deal. I'm still an amateur at this. Thanks, Andrew, for moving that chair. I will be... Yeah, that chair just slid. I'm watching it right now. That chair just slid magically out of the way. I'm still a rookie at this game. What, a person came in and moved it? I didn't see a person. It was a ghost. It was a ghost. The ghost producer came in and and helped fix up the studio. Because I am not a radio host. I'm not a media personality. I'm a professional sports investor. And a sports better looking to turn profit out of the sports betting markets. This is my world of finding value in the sports betting markets. When it comes to sports betting, price is everything. Actually, you know what it was? I actually just realized what did move the chair. It was the ghosts of car, uh, bargaining, uh, collective bargaining agreements passed. <laughs> the ghost of collective bargaining agreements passed. Moved the chair out of the scene. It doesn't matter, Andrew. No one's watching this anyway. Actually, it looks like we got a bunch of people in the chat already. Michigan Blue says Zach Prop Price. I, that doesn't really roll off the tongue, but I'll work with that. Thanks, Michigan Blue. Appreciate all your nicknames. Scotty Freeman wearing out the goat emoji again. All right, Scott. We get it. Bang. Little goat noise. My high school teachers know a little bit about that goat noise we used to make from the back of the room. Interrupting class. Shout out to Sherman. We are the most interactive sports betting show on the planet, so call or text in that GoFast Energy Drink hotline, 303-831-1340. That's 303-831-1340. Call in, ask about sports betting. Guys, gals, old, young, fake names, create a a, a persona, whatever you want. We'll take your call as long as it's about sports betting. 
like I said, I'm going to be going to the game on Sunday. If you want to meet up and, you know, spar about the Brooklyn Nets, tell me how great they are, even though James Harden wants a trade and is injured. And the rumors today going on are that James Harden might be moved before the deadline. The beard might be growing elsewhere outside of Brooklyn. Kyrie Irving can't play home games, and Kevin Durant is out another month. But, you know, the Brooklyn Nets are three to win the, win the NBA championship. Man, I'm going to be like become famous as the biggest Brooklyn Nets hater in the world. If you want to look, tweet me at Zachonomics. Find me on TikTok at the same name. Instagram Zachonomics101. The show Instagram is Denver Sports Betting at Mile High Sports. The show Twitter is at Mile High Sports at Betting Denver. You can watch us on Twitch at MileHighSports.tv. Check us out on the Mile High Sports app. I know a lot of you guys are checking that out. It's a real smooth way to watch. And of course, the tweet stream, you can comment live and I will answer your questions. You guys that are lucky enough to have my phone number, you can bother me during the show. Just don't call me. Shout out to Heath, who was calling me during the show to ask me about a college basketball game yesterday. Sorry, Heath. Had to throw that thing to voicemail. He understands. We're going to take losses on the show, and we're going to own up to them. We're going to make wins on the show, which we've been doing a lot lately of, and we're going to pound the table on those, okay? We're going to take... Deep favorites, we're going to take long, long shots. We're going to hit the sports books where we see the value, where it's going to be profitable plus EV, that's plus expected value. That means if we made that bet over and over and over and over again, at the end of the day, we would be up money, not down money. We're not taking risky gambles on this show. Maybe once in a while. Very highly doubtful. I almost never do that. We have a great show today. We're going to be covering a little bit of an NFL if Goodman barges in again. We're going to be definitely going over last night's NBA games and previewing tonight's games. I have a full slate of props and picks to give you on the NBA, and I feel real good about these props. Just putting it out there. Last Friday, I think we went like, I don't remember, 13-3 and three or 12-4 and four on Friday. And so today I feel very strongly about my prop selections. I did a bunch of research. I was on the Roto Grinders uh Live lock show with Grant Neifer. That's our the sh- friend of the show at GNeifer07, Turd Ferguson on the Twitter. He just started up that show to give out NBA props, and he has a whole statistical model we went through. If you guys want to check that out, just find my Twitter. You can find that YouTube link. We're also going to do what we didn't do yesterday, and that's go over Pebble Beach live look. Okay? Some of the guys I gave you, one of them withdrew, Charlie Hoffman. Shout out to my Uncle Shifty who was furious today about Charlie Hoffman withdrawing from Pebble Beach. Who withdraws from Pebble Beach? You get to play with the celebrity, and you get to enjoy those views, and he withdraws after one day? Boy, I hope he played Pebble or Spyglass Hill on that one day. Let's do a little quick live look, because the one guy I was pounding the table on was the Australian Jason Day. I gave him out on this show and all the other shows I was on, he finished today with a five under he sh- at Monterey Peninsula Country Club. He shot four under yesterday. He is tied for sixth. I have him in all my matchups in my top 20s and 10s. Okay, he's finished in the top 10. I don't have it right here. When we do the golf segment, I'll give it. But out of the last 11 years, he's finished in the top 11, I think, 10 times. Something like that. We got a couple other guys near the top of the leaderboard. Jordan Spieth is rounding into form today. 
He's creeping on that top 20. Eh, some of the other guys not doing so great. We'll see how it goes. They do play three courses, so you're going to get three rounds in, and then everyone goes to Pebble for that last round. They get joined up with their amateur partner, usually a celebrity or, or a big business guy. Takes a lot to get in this tournament as an amateur. They get to play all four rounds. Only tournament they get to do that on the PGA Tour. It's a lot of fun to watch. As we enter that final segment, we're going to get a little fun song. You guys are going to, you golf fans and even you non-golf fans, you movie buffs are going to recognize because our guy Bill Murray loves this tournament. And that song makes me think of him. Now, we've talked about Super Bowl props. At Maiden Focus tweeted in a bunch of Super Bowl props yesterday. If you missed them, I'm going to read them off again. Let me find that DM. Where's Maiden Focus? They were really good, and he has a really good strategy. So he was, oh, man, he started messaging me a bunch after that. Jeez, Maiden Focus. Easy on the DMs, man. You're writing a novel. Cooper Cup over 104.5 receiving yards is minus 114. He said no reason not to take it right now. It's only headed in one direction. And he put the emoji with the up sign, the up graph. Um, I do agree with it on that one. It's hit 13 times this year, the Cooper Cup over. However, I do like going under on Super Bowl props. The game is different. We've seen different styles of games. Unexpected things happen in the Super Bowl. A little bit of nerves, a little bit of extra planning. Everyone gets healthy so you don't get mismatches, maybe in the defensive backs. We saw a Super Bowl. I forget which one it was now. I'm not going to quote it and just seem like uh give you wrong information but there was a super bowl a couple of years ago there was three nothing at halftime and every under bet hit if you bet zero points by a team to score in the first half that hit at like 60 to one um look i love taking the under in the super bowl and if they scored a ton of points they score a ton of points back when the Bengals played i think it was the 49ers in 1990 february of 90 i remember watching that as a nine-year-old and it was like 55 to 10 so you had the high score on one side, the low score on the other side, tons of touchdowns, Jerry Rice, Joe Montana, the whole crew. It's a different game in the Super Bowl. Expect some different things. Maiden Focus told us the Bengals ranked 26th in passing yards allowed this year, and that's why he likes the cup over. He also likes the chase ogre over and Higgins. So on the other side of the break, we're going to go over last night's NBA games. It was a Thursday. The TNT games were playing. Um, we also had a couple other random games. I was keeping tabs on the games. And tonight, I told you, we have a lot of games and props to go over, including the Nuggets-Pelicans game. All you out on 91 FM listening in, we're going to talk about that Nuggets game. I think the Nuggets are definitely going to win tonight. Um, I do have a prop on the other side that's my favorite prop of the night. If you want to head to the game, root on that prop, root on the Nuggets. Stay tuned. This is the Denver Sports Betting Show with Zach Price. Still clown when the underground when we come around. This is the Denver Sports Betting Show. The latest odds. Previews and picks every weekday afternoon at 3. Round and round, round we go. We're about to go round and round the NBA. That's Tupac Digital Underground. You guys heard that song on my show. We, I like to put that on when we go round and round and round the NBA. 
Let's see what happened last night. This is the Denver Sports Betting Show with Zach Price, sponsored by Taco Bell. Just kidding. I'm working on that one. If I get this show sponsored by Taco Bell, Andrew, I'm getting you on with it. Myself, maybe we'll throw Goodman and Mason on. I know my guy Sunil will want to jump in on that. All you can eat forever. Fake meat. Grade F meat for everybody. So what I'm hearing is uh, diabetes for life. It's going to mess up a lot of things. It's going to raise the average weight in Denver like a ton because I'm bringing the whole hood with me if I get that free Taco Bell. Everyone's jumping on board. Last night in the NBA, for Thursday was a pretty big slate. Normally they just have like those two TNT games and then whatever, but we had... We had a couple of games here, starting with the Timberwolves against the Pistons. And the Timberwolves are a team that people are taking notice. I noticed them when they came in Ball Arena, my home away from home, or maybe my actual home, according to Andrew. Um, the Minnesota Timberwolves destroyed the Nuggets. Anthony Edwards had like 38 points. Carl Anthony Towns double-doubling it up. He had the double-double last night. I had that. Edwards had 25. He hit his over. Those two guys are really, really gelling. Uh, Torian Prince had a nice game. Beasley had a nice game. The Minnesota Timberwolves are two games over 500, and I have been getting some DMs, some texts, even some people coming up to me in person telling me and asking me and telling me, what do you think about the Minnesota Timberwolves winning the division? Let me look at that division standings real quick. It's all based on the odds. Shout out to Ian McDonald at CRG Futures, friend of the show. You guys want to follow him. He grabbed them at a long number. I know my guy, the Dude Man, at Dude Man PA, he was grabbing the T-Wolves. He was grabbing the Nuggets in a long number as well before they went on their run and the Jazz started their slide. The Minnesota Timberwolves are a game and a half behind Denver. And they are four games out of first against the Jazz, who lost Joe Ingles for the year. The Jazz have been slipping. still think the Jazz are clearly going to win this division personally unless the nuggets come in jamal murray comes back we got a couple of texts oh god i'll look at this live stream in a little bit it's nba time guys keep the chatter going though pistons losing again node Cade cunningham uh jeremy grant 20 and 5 that's fine that's not going to do it for you the t wolves winning on the road above 500 strong the miami heat bounce back tyler hero had a nice night Looking to reclaim that six-man of the year top spot because I think Kevin Love is a better six-man than Tyler Hero. Don't let the bookmakers know they have Tyler Hero at like minus 500, and I don't think he's going to win. We're going to see what the people think at the All-Star break with Kevin Love hosting. He's going to be like the host of that thing, I think. Bam out of bye with a plus 26, plus minus. He had 18 and 11. Jimmy Butler just playing 25 minutes, doing his thing, 17 and 7. Duncan Robinson making everything in sight. P.J. Tucker hitting the corner threes. Hero, I told you, doing his thing. Lowry playing 25 minutes, taking mm -hmm. one shot. One shot in 25 minutes for the point guard. In a big win. That's what you want to see out of your point guard because Kyle Lowry can take over. He can shoot that three. He rebounds the ball. He dishes the ball. He plays defense. Watch out for the Miami Heat. I definitely... Just bought the Miami Heat at 15 to 1 odds on the futures market. It's not a great number, but I think I wanted to grab it now before that thing slides down even lower. They've been only going in one direction this year. That's lower. San Antonio Spurs didn't have anybody playing, though. 
So take it with a grain of salt. Atlanta Hawks, Trey Young, 43-5. and five. Come on. I know I like the Suns last night, just rolling with the hot hand at minus four. I know a bunch of my followers. I know a bunch of other professionals also like the Suns. That was a small spread for a game like this, and the bookmakers were right on this one. The Raptors. How about the Raptors? Four games over 500. I've been selling Raptors futures all day today. I'm like, what is going on? Why are people buying the Raptors? They are four games out of fi- over 500. Pascal Siakam is having a monster year, 25-13-7 last night. He is going to be one of my favorite props tonight. The Warriors beat the Kings. We all knew that was going to happen. Steph Curry only had to score 20. Um, we took his over last night on the show with Grant Niefer. Didn't happen. Klay Thompson was the guy that took over. How about Davion, Davion Mitchell on the Kings? A rookie I really like, and he plays some monster defense. Keep an eye out on that guy. And the Lakers and Clippers, two mediocre teams right now going back and forth. The Clippers today shipped Eric Bledsoe in change for Robert Covington and Norman Powell. Let's see what that does. I don't think that's going to do much for either team. Everyone's excited about it because it was a trade. That's what happens. People get excited. Odds move when there's a trade. It really doesn't always make a difference, maybe in the short term. So let's take a quick look at the NBA tonight. Let me get my odd screen back. It keeps falling over here. got to update my technology. I haven't had time. Too busy looking at the odds. The Celtics are playing the Pistons tonight. The Celtics are big favorites, 10-point favorites. On the road, I still got to go with the 10 points in the Pistons, no matter how bad they are. Cade Cunningham's not playing. I'm going to take the 10 points. But it's one of our favorite bets, guys, on the show. We've cashed it a lot, and it's a nice little long shot. The Jason Tatum double-double. The Jason Tatum double-double is plus 259. These odds might have changed since the morning, guys. I'm going to have to go live with you. Jason Tatum double-double. Yeah, it's plus 180 now. It's still in our range. Take a look at that one. He's a defensive rebounding monster, and he had nine assists in his last game. I normally won't expect him to hit that double-double on assists, but it's there for the taking if he gets it up there. Um, definitely going to take the 10 points on this one. Let's go to the Bulls and the Pacers. Let's see what this spread is at the moment. Bulls and the Pacers. Two-point spread. Okay, so I'm going to take the Pacers at home, and I know they're depleted, and I know their Sabonis isn't playing. Um, the Bulls are on a road back-to-back. The Pacers can hold their own at home. Yeah, MW Blue chiming in the live stream. The Scafe Bros know the Pistons. That's right, they do. But I'll take the Pistons the points. I'm not going to take that money line, MW Daniels. Where were we? The Bulls and the Pacers. Okay, so we're going to go back to the well on our guy, Torrey Craig. His last game, guys, he scored 22 points, and he hit five three-pointers. He started 10 games in a row for them with all their depleted injuries, and they're kind of changing the franchise. I have a feeling we're going to see some noise out of the Pacers. But until then, I'm just going to stick with that Torrey Craig over because he does get hot, and he when he gets hot, he likes to shoot. Case in point, last game, he scored 22 points. So he had five three-pointers. A guy that can hit five three-pointers in a game and his prop is at 10.5 points, I'm just going to take the over every time knowing in any given quarter he can get hot. Next game on the slate. How about my Cleveland Cavaliers going into Charlotte? That spread is up to six points. Earlier in the day it was 4.5. 
told you to lay off, pull back on the Cavs money line. We're going to stay away from that. If they win, good for them. I'm going to stay away from that without Garland. Six points is a lot of points. I'm not going to touch the spread. You know I'd take the Cavs if I liked it. I'm not going to touch the spread because the Hornets score so many points that even though I think the Cavs can hang with them, I just don't want to get caught into a, to a, like a 138-128 to 128 game where the Cavs lose by 10. Now you guys know where I'm going on the prop. LaMelo Ball, double-double. Let's see what it is on FanDuel right now. 1.7 to 1. Oh, man, these odds are coming down. I can't recommend the double. Eh, that's, you know what? That's a fair line for LaMelo double-double. I would probably take that on a small bet. His points, rebounds, assists were way too high tonight. His par. He had a monster game the other night where he scored 38 points, his career high. Normally after that, we're going to go under um, on LaMelo Ball. Let's check out what his points prop is tonight. We're just going to do this live on the air. LaMelo Ball's at 21.5. He averages about 19. That's too close for comfort. I'm not going to go against LaMelo Ball on the under on that. The Hawks are playing the Raptors. So the Raptors are hot. People are buying futures from me on the Raptors in the 200 range. They're three games over 500. I think there's no chance in Canada that the Raptors could win the NBA championship this year. Maybe someone out there seeing that value. I definitely understand where they're coming from. I'm going to take the the Raptors minus three tonight against the Hawks. The Hawks just had an emotional win over the Suns. The Raptors are also coming off a win, but Atlanta is traveling to Toronto. I don't like to take those road back-to-backs on the money line. Three points is a little close. I'm going to take the Raptors here minus three. But here's my guy, Pascal Siakam. His assist prop is four and a half tonight, okay? Pascal Siakam, since the Raptors were decimated, decimated by COVID, they literally had like a whole brand new team off the G League for a couple games in, at the end of December. Since that time, Siakam has played 20 games, and he has had only one game under four assists. Only one game. He's a power forward. He's had four or more assists in 19 out of 20 games, and the one he didn't, yeah, he had three assists. He's averaging 6.4 a game in those 20 games. I'm not pulling this from ESPN. This is my own research. I've been tipped off to the Siakam over assist by a couple of my guys, and now I am on the bandwagon. The prop is 4.5 tonight. It's a little bit juiced to the over. I'm definitely going with the over. He had seven last night, averaging 6.4 a game. The Spurs and the Rockets are facing off in Texas. This one's in San Antonio. I think the guys who missed the last game are back. DeJounte Murray, Jacob Pirtle. God, spreads all the way up to 7.5. This thing was at 5 when I looked at this. This morning I got up early uh, to do that Roto Grinder show, so I was on these odds way early in the day writing all this down. Spread was 5 then. It's 7.5 now. I'm going to take the points with Houston in that battle, the interstate battle, the rivalry. I got a prop I really like in this game, too. Kevin Porter Jr., I'm going to back it up with some statistics. His over-under is 15.5 tonight. He has eight games in a row above 15.5, okay? Oh, he had one 15 in there. So he had 18, 16, 23. The 15 was the only one under 15.5. 15. Then he goes 17, 16, 17, 16. I love that over 15.5. Real quick, I'm going to do the Pelicans-Nuggets game. I love the Nuggets tonight. Yeah, look, it's a six-point spread. What is it now? It's a six-point spread. I'm not going to, like, pound minus six or anything, but I do like the Nuggets. But the prop of the night for me is going to be Jonas Valanciunas. I'm going to check out what the spread is on this one on the double-double. 
Jonas Valachunas is minus 190 on FanDuel. He averages 18 and 12, and he's double-doubled 33 out of 45 games. And four of the ones he didn't get a double-double, he had nine rebounds. I love the Jonas Valanciunas over, I'm sorry, double-double tonight, minus 190. It's a lot of juice, but I think that one's almost a lock. Even going against Jokic, I think that helps him. He's going to be battling all game long. On the other side of the break, we'll catch up with the last two games, and we might get a special guest barging in the studio to talk some Super Bowl. This is the Denver Sports Betting Show with Zach Price back in a bit. This is the Denver Sports Betting Show. The latest odds, previews, and picks every weekday afternoon at 3. This is the Denver Sports Betting Show with Zach Price. That's Bob Dylan with the Joker Man, the alternative version. You know Bob Dylan. He does a different version every time he steps up to the mic. The Joker Man, Nikolai Jokic, is in the house tonight at Ball Arena, my home away from home, to take on the Pelicans. I just gave you my pick on that one. I like the Nuggets. I like that Valanchunas double-double going against Jokic. I'll be at the game wearing my Kenyon Martin throwback. You know who else is going to be at the game? A guy who barged in our studio yesterday to give us that amazing NFL segment (laughs) that I got such good feedback on. Eric Goodman from Goodman and Mason is back because I needed more NFL talk. I have a gambling question for you. I'm a big Bob Dylan fan. I've seen him in concert. What is the over-under? If you listen to, say, Tangled Up in Blue, okay, that you listen to that song twice and you can nail 75% of the lyrics because he's arguably the one of the greatest songwriters of all time. But you can't understand what he says. Early one morning, the sun was shining. I was laying in bed. Wondering if my hair was still red. There you go. I skipped a line. Yeah. I could do that. Wondering if she changed it all. Or if my hair was still red. Yep. Should we, should we just do the whole song? I don't think we should do that. I got the harmonica. I don't know, Goodman, if you've been listening to my show, I do, when I throw on the Dylan, I do do a little harmonica. You play guitar? I So I got the harmonica thing around so I could have it on my face. Billy like Joel-ish. The, yeah, Bob Dylan-ish. Oh, I could do the Billy Joel with the keyboard and the harmonica. I can do that. I've so done play, that. So you play a lot of instruments? No, I don't, but I like to pretend that I do. Oh. So I'm not good, but I can do like a, a piano version of, of like a Rolling Stone with harmonica. It'll take me 10 takes, but I can get it. When I try guitar, uh-huh. my fingers almost fell off. I, I'm familiar with air guitar, not air piano or air <laughs> keyboard. Uh, I do play guitar, and I was going to say, maybe I'll bring it in sometime, and you can play harmonica, and we can do something together. Well, Tangled Up in Blue might be my favorite song, um, especially how he performs it live, sometimes fast, sometimes slow. It just doesn't matter. I'll listen to it all. My Spotify playlist is all Bob Dylan, basically. So. Does it bother you when he plays acoustic? I'm not acoustic, electric. It does. What did we get? Uh, at Newport in 1965 he when booed, he got, got booed. He got booed on Like a Rolling Stone. Yeah. Like the best song of all time. Like my theme. That's my theme song, Eric. I'm Like that- a Rolling Stone. I rolled here from Illinois without a home, like right. a complete unknown. Right. And now here I am with my own show, Talking Sports Betting. To another guy from Chicago. With the man, Eric Goodman, that everybody in Denver knows, been listening yeah, to his show, that. The Afternoon Drive, which is, well, you get two hours. I, I don't get think one. my kids know me, more or less people in town. They know me if they need money. 
Eric will be at the game tonight. I will be at the game tonight. Tweet me at Zachonomics. Follow Eric on Twitter at Eric Goodman. We are here to talk a little NFL, and I wanted you to tell me a little bit about what's going on with the Broncos because I'm so like into the, the Rams and the Bengals that like I saw we, they signed a guy named Hackett. I heard Aaron Rodgers go. Tell me about the new coach. What what can you tell me about this guy? Well, Hackett brings a lot of energy, and he's very well liked by his players. He's a very good teacher. He's a very good motivator. He's 42. He relates to younger players. Yes, he's a big Star Wars geek, and I don't use that term in a derogatory way in terms of being a geek, but he loves his Star Wars, but he also loves breakdancing. He also loves Jay-Z. I mean, if anyone is going to enjoy the Super Bowl halftime more than Nathaniel Hackett, I'd like to find who that is because that's his type of music. And as he said at you know, practices where Vic Fangio did not have music. Not only is he going to have music, but he's going to let the players pick the music. So I think he relates well. Um, his teaching style, from what I understand, is very good. He has a very good offensive mind. There's only one concern that I honestly have about him. I like the fact that he is hiring a young coaching staff, but I am a wee bit concerned that he doesn't have a veteran on that staff as of right now, and it's still early to lean on because eventually things are going to go sideways during a season. Even during a playoff season, you're going to go through a rut, specifically during a game. Who are you going to lean on? You're not going to lean on um, your new offensive coordinator who is 38. Clint Kubiak is even younger than that, even though he's been an offensive coordinator for one year. So I think it is important to maybe get a veteran voice in there, not to necessarily give them huge responsibility, but just to have, for lack of a better phrase, like a father figure in there when you feel like, you know, using a term in the restaurant business uh, for waiters and waitresses, when you're in the weeds, when you're swimming in it. And who is he going to lean on for that? So I'll be curious to know if he hires a veteran like that. Nathaniel Hackett is just a couple of months older than me, following with the trend that we've seen for years of the NFL going with young coaches. No more Bud Carsons or Marty Schottenheimer type guys. They're going young, picking up coordinators. I'll tell you how I'll tell you the difference between my age and your age. You're forty two, is that right? Forty one. Yeah, two months I'll be forty two. I, be, I believe after forty one comes forty two. Right. So at your age, you are finding teams hiring coaches younger than you or managers right you've hit that age we're there i have hit the age and this is not a joke where i have covered someone and now that guy's son is playing Kenyon martin senior right here juniors in the nba on the rockets is he really he's on the rockets he's making wow. some noise and i remember watching when the brook uh the new jersey nets got Kenyon Martin as the number one pick in the draft. I was hoping my Cavaliers would get that number one pick so they could have Kmart. Something very under... I liked Kenyon. Kenyon would look at you and you would melt like the Wicked Witch of the West. He looked very threatening. Mm -hmm. I liked Kenyon because beyond that initial look, he wasn't necessarily a softy, but he was a sensitive guy. He grew up with a stutter. He was very conscious of that. Still had a stutter when I covered him. And I had empathy for him. And I said this to him the last time I talked to him when he was playing for the Nuggets. And I think a lot of people would say, I can't believe you said this to him of all people. I don't own any jerseys. Never have I owned a jersey. That's just not my thing. I know that that's probably your thing. For Mace, it's the same thing. I, I just don't understand 
why somebody wants to wear somebody, well, you know, else's, owning a jersey, somebody else's name on their back. Owning a jersey is dangerous in the NBA, in any league, unless you're throw, getting a throwback like a Jim Brown or like maybe a Peyton Manning. Right. You never know what these guys are going to do. Right. This jersey might have to be burned at some right. point. Not with Kenyon, but, right. you know, he has his son now probably wearing his dad as a throwback. So right. these guys are throwbacks now, uh, Goodman. So, so if I like a guy, not not to cut you off, if I like a guy, I would want my children to wear that jersey. I said to Kenyon, I would be proud if one of my children decided to that buy right? that jersey. Is that right? Yeah. Well, and here's something else, and you'll find this shocking. Peyton Manning is a, is, is a national treasure. Okay? But I know the way he can be, and I'll just kind of leave it at that. But he's a national treasure. Brilliant guy, brilliant business guy, fantastic quarterback, very affable, so on and so forth. And everybody walks around in a Manning jersey. And it was my daughter who wanted a jersey during the, the Super Bowl years. And she said, I'd like to get a Manning jersey. And I said, I'd rather you get Chris Harris. And she said, okay. She said, who's Chris Harris? Well, Chris Harris is a pro bowler, uh, all pro. And he's the type of guy that I'd be proud and was proud that my daughter wore his jersey. So my favorite jersey, Eric, uh, that I got when I was a kid, I had to have my mom call the Oakland Coliseum in San Francisco to get a Latrell Sprewell jersey when he was a rookie. We know what happened with Sprewell. Right. He choked his coach. And I've Correct. been buying PJ Carlesimo. That's right. And I've been buying Sprewell jerseys ever since because he's gone from team to team to team. And I always get harassed wherever I go. Uh, you're going to get a kick out of this because we're both guys from the North Shore of Chicago. So when I was a kid, I used to collect Sports Illustrated uh, because we got them in the mail every week. And what I did was I took the Sports Illustrated, I put it in a Ziploc bag, didn't even read it, and put it up on my wall. And all four of my walls as a kid growing up had Sports Illustrated. So that was mm-hmm. essentially my wallpaper with that as you know michael jordan played for the bulls but he practiced at the birdo center in Mm -hmm. deerfield Mm -hmm. which was about 20 minutes from where i grew up and my mom was working out there and she said yeah the bulls are there when i'm there well it just so happens that i have michael jordan's first ever cover on sports illustrated when he was with sam perkins at north carolina and they were both doing the number one and michael jordan's first cover with the bulls which was a star is born and she took them over to the Birdo Center and had both of them signed. Ooh, collectibles. And they are sitting in a milk crate in my basement. Collectibles. If yep. you're from Chicago, you know about collecting those 90s Bulls stuff. Yep. Uh, Eric Goodman, thank you for joining us in the studio again. You see what this guy does. He could go on forever talking about sports, old school, new school, personal stories of Kenyon Martin Sr., Um we're going to take a little break. Maybe we'll have you come in and talk a little, maybe Aaron Rodgers rumors next week or sometime sure. when, you get a time, uh, when you get a chance. Eric, sure. um, everybody follow him at Eric Goodman and listen to that afternoon drive coming up right after me. We're going to do a break, and then we're going to get back into the golf where one of my guys that I gave out is climbing the leaderboard. We're going to talk about can that. I, can I tell you something really quick? My proudest moment, the last time I went out and played golf, I, I hit one off the tee 365. Well, that's that Colorado air where you get an extra – 50 yards. That hurts my feelings. Actually, the truth is I would have hit it 300 anywhere, but it hit the down slope perfectly. I saw it pop up in the air. So it would have been three. Honestly, it would have been 300 anywhere, but that 65 yards was because of that. Kick. We call that the Mario Kart speed ramp right lie. there. I'm not going to lie. That helped. I've, hit, I've, I've driven the ball over 300 more than a few times. I'm just saying that one, when it popped in the air, I'm like, damn. We're going to have to go play golf, Goodman, when the when we get some snow off the ground. And then, I'm, you know I'm in for that. 65-yard sand wedge in, three and a half feet from the cup. Was that a part four? Yep. Wow. And I parted. (laughs) 
Eric Goodman with the Afternoon Drive. We'll be back in a bit. It's better than being over it, over it. Oh, you sin and stand up, sing. You got to give me a fight. Can't you just let it be? I know I'm all right. Don't nobody wrote about me. This is the Denver Sports Betting Show. The latest odds, previews, and picks every weekday afternoon at 3. is the Denver Sports Betting Show with Zach Price, sponsored by Maybe Taco Bell in the future. We got a couple of comments in the live stream, MWD Go Blue. Zach brings it with enthusiasm, unknown to mankind, run for the border. That's right, that's the old Taco Bell slogan. Uncle Shifty says he admits that Levine had never heard of Carl Anthony Towns. He's referencing Les Levine, Uncle Les. The guy who did the daily sports show in Cleveland every single day for decades. See what else we got here. I'm losing my mind. A couple of Goodman shout-outs to my guy Eric Goodman. Thanks to him for coming in this virgin in the studio. He could go on forever. I mean, he met Kenyon Martin, and he has Michael Jordan stories from the 90s. He knows everything about the Broncos and the new coach, and we'll get him back to talk about maybe Aaron Rodgers coming in. Let's quickly finish up a couple of NBA games that I didn't get to. Um, the Sixers are going to Dallas tonight. It's a two-point spread. I'm just going to roll with Dallas because they're at home, and it's supposed to be a close game, that two-point spread, so I'm going to say Joel Embiid is going to go over his points prop. I mean, he has been a beast. It's 31 and a half. Just give me the over on that for the rest of the year. and just in, Unless they make a trade and shake up the team, maybe get rid of Ben Simmons, just give me the Embiid over every night. Oklahoma City's playing Portland. Look, this thing probably changed in odds. I'm not going to worry about it. Portland made a couple of moves. I was on the C.J. McCollum over two-and-a-half three-pointers. You can still grab that over two-and-a-half three-pointers. There's just a little more juice now because Norman Powell is gone. Robert Covington is gone. And the Brooklyn Nets are taking on Utah, and James Harden is ruled out. When I looked at this game earlier, he was playing. He has a string of assists games where he's been a double-double. I wanted his double-double. That bet just got voided. When Harden's out, we got a little tip from our friend, big friend of the show, Professor Stink, on that Patty Mills over. That thing went from 13.5 to like 16.5 after the news. We'll have to check in with the professor. Maybe I'll tweet out one of his picks later if you want to check that out. I don't know if that 16.5 is fair game right now. And that'll wrap it up for the NBA. We'll look over We'll catch back on Monday, see how our picks did. By then, they'll be long gone. Hopefully, you guys have been cashing some tickets in golf. Um, we're having an up-and-down golf week here. Our guy, Charlie Hoffman, my guy, the Vegas guy, he withdrew today. Got to cross him off. Guy I gave you earlier in the week, Daniel Berger, got across him off. He withdrew. And all the big guns like Dustin Johnson and Rory and, and Hovland, all of them are playing overseas. This is like a very interesting tournament with mediocre players. They used to all come to this tournament to play. Now, not a lot of them here at all. One guy that I talked about early in the show, the guy, my biggest play this week, Jason Day, 
nine under, five under today, four under yesterday. Got some people complaining that he's off the lead because Seamus Power is leading. Who cares, man? We don't always have to take guys to win the tournament. Jason Day is tied for seventh right now in great position. While Seamus Power, the Irishman, handles those cliffs of Pebble Beach. Andrew, do me a favor and throw up hole seven on Pebble Beach. I want to give the guys a look at um, what this course looks like on the live stream. This course is one of the most gorgeous courses you will ever see. Professor Stink actually played this course, I know for a fact, our friend of the show. Um, sometimes these guys who come here for the first time just get lost. There it is, that beautiful, beautiful seventh hole, the par three. They actually designed this par three off of a hole at St. Andrews, a course that me and Goodman were just talking about during the break. He's been to St. Andrews. I've been to St. Andrews. You want to know how serious I am about golf. It was my 21st birthday. Most people want to go out drinking and partying, go to the casino for the first time ever at age 21, hit the bars, bar crawl. I asked mommy and daddy on my 21st birthday, can you guys like chip in and get me around at St. Andrews? And so they sent me up to St. Andrews, Scotland. I was in London at the time. St. Andrews is a public course. The only way to get on, here's a little secret if anyone wants to play St. Andrews. This was 20 years ago. I bet it still is today. This little secret is you have to book a tee time like two years in advance. Or you show up that day as early as you can to the starter and you say, I, starter, I'm just a laddie. I want to play St. Andrews, the old course. And he will, if you are a single or if you go with your friend, you split up and he'll join you up with a threesome. So if you have a three people playing in a group that day, you can join up with them. They keep a couple of spots open. Little secret on how to play St. Andrews. Same day, not waiting years in advance. Jason Day is tied for seventh. Let's see how our other guys are doing. We're not having the best start to this tournament, which is, that's okay. You know, tournament's still going. Jordan Spieth, he's in 35th place. He's five under. It doesn't look like he's going to make a run at the tournament. Maybe he's beating his guys in the matchup. I'll have to check my tweet for the matchups I picked in, you could still get a win even if your guy isn't leading. I know I had a bunch of make-cut bets out there, too, that seemed to be doing well. Let's see how Mav McNeely's doing. One of my favorite guys to take at Pebble Beach. He's two under. He's still got about five holes to go. We're going to see how he does. Hopefully sneak him in the cut line. He was a guy I took to make the cut. Justin Rose, he's in 35th place. He's four under today with a few holes left. Justin Rose is playing Spyglass Hill today. Remember, these guys are rotating the course. Don't get too up or down on your guy until they've played all three courses, okay? These things even out. Some courses play tougher. Some don't play as tough. The pin placements on some courses can be tough. Don't don't lose your stuff if your guy has a bad day. and go, Don't get too excited if he has a good day. He might have been playing that easy course. Maybe the conditions at a certain course were light. You've got to be patient on a tournament like this where they're all spread out across three courses. Kevin Streelman was a guy I gave out a long shot. He's not going to make the cut. He shot plus five today at Spyglass Hill. See a Streelman. It's a tough thing about this tournament is we're grabbing at guys. All the best players are gone. You get a lot less consistency when you're grabbing these guys well down in the rankings. These guys are over 100 ranked on the PGA Tour. It's a crapshoot out there. But that's what makes it real fun. Lucas Glover not going to make the cut. Another guy I picked. I know Ad Uncle Shifty's real upset because he lost Hoffman and Glover missed the cut. 
Chez Reeve also going to miss the cut. Brant Snedeker also going to miss the cut. We have four guys missing the cut. Two withdraw. We're going to see how our big guns do. Hopefully catch us a win. And remember, guys, even if your guy misses the cut, if he beats another guy who missed the cut in a head-to-head, -head, you can still cash those amazingly enough. On the other hand, if you bet on a guy and he makes the cut and your the other matchup doesn't, you actually cash that ticket on Friday afternoon. And so this is a crapshoot out there. We're going to see how our guy did. My big play was Jason Day. He's doing well. A couple other guys withdraw. A couple other guys didn't wait, miss the cut. We'll see how things turn out. This is golf. Anything can happen. They are playing three courses. So I think the cut might not even come till tomorrow. I'll have to check the rules on this tournament. I will be back on Monday. I'm going to the Nuggets game tonight. Tweet me at Zachonomics. Say what up. I'll be there Sunday as well to root against those Brooklyn Nets. Root for my Denver Nuggets. We'll be back on Monday to recap Pebble Beach. We'll recap the whole weekend of NBA. There is no NFL this weekend except for the Pro Bowl. Guys, don't bet the Pro Bowl, okay? If you're going to bet the Pro Bowl, take some underdogs. Don't go after favorites. Those guys are just there to have fun. I'll be back on Monday. This is the Denver Sports Betting Show with Zach Price. Until then, the next episode. Hold up. Hey.